Hello, my name is Chandler Barnes, and today is day 54 of the 90-Day Challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of building one another up in love. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today, we are reflecting on how God empowers our service of one another for his glory. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11 says this, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. The New American Commentary on 1 Peter says that the purpose of Peter's letter is to encourage believers to stand fast while they endure suffering and distress in the present evil age. In fact, just before today's passage, in verse 4, Peter talks about how the people of the world around them are surprised that the believers in Jesus are not participating in the, quote, reckless and wild living of the world. And because of this, those around them are, quote, heaping abuse upon them. This letter was written to a group of churches in Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey. So most of the believers in these churches would have been Gentiles, surrounded by people with values much different than how Peter is calling them to live. This is strong language for Peter to use, but it also may feel familiar. We live in a world that does not always understand why we choose to live the way that we do as Christians. There is plenty of reckless, wild living that is considered good and normal in our current age. And while it is counterproductive to cast our own judgment upon those who live that way, as verse 5 says, Jesus is the only true judge. We cannot expect to be free of judgment from others ourselves when we choose to live as Jesus commands. It is out of this hardship that Peter calls these churches to serve others faithfully. In verse 8, the passage says to love each other deeply. So it seems that in this instruction, Peter is specifically talking about serving our brothers and sisters in the church. When we do this, we are both recognizing the gracious gifts that God has given to each of us in order to build one another up in love and bringing glory to God by showing that our God-powered love for each other is strong enough to support each other when the world wants to tear us down. How crazy is that? 
really think about the words in this passage. First, it says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. I think there are two parts to what is being said here. First, I think this passage is saying that anyone who has a gift in speaking, whether it's teaching the word, providing encouragement, or maybe even writing a 90-day challenge reflection, should do so with reverence and care, as if they are God's very words being spoken to his church. Even as I write this, it makes me want to go back and read and pray through all of this again, just to make sure that it fits who God is and what he may want to say to all of you. In addition, I think that we can take encouragement from this passage, that for those to whom God has given a gift of speaking, he wants to use these people to speak his very words to his church. When you use a speaking gift to build up a brother or sister in love, it can be as if God is speaking his words to that person through you. The passage goes on to say, if anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides. When someone is gifted in some act of service, this passage encourages that person that their ability to serve comes directly from God's very own strength. Some of you may know what it feels like to be serving in your own strength instead of God's. We grow tired, and we may even become bitter. We do not have the capacity to serve others in the same way that Jesus did and wants to do through us. This passage reminds us that it is only through God's gift to us that we can serve. And if we remember this, he empowers us to serve out of his own strength. How awesome is it that those who are gifted in serving can build up their brothers and sisters in the strength of God himself? The passage continues, saying, So that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So none of this speaking or serving is for the praise or recognition of the person who is speaking or serving. But when we do these things, it brings glory to God as the one who has given the gifts and empowers us to use them. God has rescued us out of our reckless, wild living that leads to destruction and wants us to serve one another in a way that shows the world the glory of who he is. He deserves this glory, and it is a great honor to show others his glory through the way that we build one another up in love. After all, Jesus himself said that the world will know that we are his disciples by the way that we love one another. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11 says this, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Jesus, thank you that you have saved us from our old lives and offer us new life each and every day. We confess that we need you each and every day. Help us to use our new life in you to serve our brothers and sisters using the gifts that you have given to us, and help us to do so out of your strength. 
We pray that it would be true that your glory is seen through your work in us. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.